Welcome to another episode of the Clay County Beacon Podcast. Today I have with me Dr. Kristen Burke, who is running for the Board of County Commissioners here in Clay County. Dr. Burke, thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Tell us a little bit about who you are and why you want to be on the BCC. All right. Well, first of all, thank you so much for asking me to be interviewed. Um, I love watching or listening to your podcast and for what you do uh, on your page. And um, I really appreciate that as well as my family. Um, so again, my name is Dr. Kristen Burke. I'm running for County Commissioner, District 5. Um, I'm a, a lifelong conservative Republican, uh, small business owner in Clay County for the past 20, over 20 years now. Um, we have, a, we have, my husband and I own, have four kids. Um, we've raised them right here in, um, we call it Russell Landing. Uh, it's called Russell Landing right here near, um, Sandridge Road in District 5. And, um, I never thought of, being or going into politics ever until uh, the past maybe past two years uh, started becoming involved uh, with going to the county meetings um, whereas before in the past 20 years I had not had a lot of time to put into that because my business take, took so much time and of course raising our four kids is, uh, takes a lot of energy also um, but uh, started becoming more of a kind of a spokesperson for Solite, which is a contaminated property that is right behind our house. And we became aware that they were trying to, after about 25 years, come back and wanted to see if they could develop it. And uh, our, our neighborhood, of course, we've had um, numerous deaths throughout the years uh, after Solite uh, moved out in the middle of the night. And uh, we are very concerned that, uh, that the, the property would be developed and not cleaned up properly. And so from that, I uh, started again becoming going to the county meetings and was really interested right off the bat to see the different things that were happening there. The citizens that were getting involved and um, seemed like as the time went by, we saw citizens more and more come to the meetings and become involved and speak out. And I at that time felt as well as my neighborhood said, a lot of our friends said, why, you know, why don't you think about running for county commissioner? And uh, I, again, never thought of it before. And so it just, again, but started to excite me and, and let me uh, start looking into it. And that then, then started um, finding out that uh, the commissioner that was, um, Mr. Henry, was going to be retiring. And so it kind of just kind of fell into place. And uh, I've decided that I wanted to put more time into making a difference into the county, whereas a bit kind of been more in my comfort zone, you know, definitely always in service and, and taking care of the people, but I uh, knew that I could probably do more, definitely more so if I became um, the county commissioner. And so there it started from there and blossomed and family took a vote and we decided that we were going to do it. And so it's been a family uh, event and fam family um that we've been doing trying to get everything in place and campaigning and it's been great so far yeah that's an interesting story uh, you know you, your name sticks out to me because uh before you put through your name in the hat i had you know no offense never heard of you and, and that actually is a in my mind a good thing right yeah uh, i always like to see new <laughs> people I, you know part of the reason that i started this podcast and website is that there's a lot of people that have been involved in local politics for a long time and, and not all of them in my opinion have the the best interest of the county at heart when they make decisions um so, so my, my goal is to sort of you know 
shed light on things. Um, I, I know it's not directly related to your campaign, but I want to talk about the soul light thing a little bit. Can you sum up for people who haven't, uh, really read up on that, like uh, just sort of a high level, like what are the risks involved if that, that property that's contaminated isn't handled correctly before it's developed? Okay, great. Thanks for asking. I, um, found out, uh, again, my husband grew up in Green Coast Springs. He was born there at Clay Memorial in the, in the small hospital there. And so he knew about Solite. And then after we, uh, after I finished my, uh, we're coming to the end of my graduate school, we started deciding where I was going to wanted to practice. And every time we came back home, it was like, this is it. You know, we just love, love the feeling in Green Coast Springs and, and the, uh, in Clay County and just, and, and knew that this is the place that we wanted to come from the island was at that time. I think there was, uh, only the, the Walmart there, or only the public, Walmart public were the only things there at that point. And of course, I remember dating my husband, uh, way many years before that and coming through on on 220 where there was only trees and um you know just thought that this would be a wonderful place to to raise our family so we knew that pretty much from the get-go and so my husband knew about soul light um as well as so many things in in clay county you know stories he would tell just you know just awesome things um and and fun things uh, growing up as a kid he had a great time and um so he knew about soul light but he didn't know that we didn't know the the harmful things that they had done. We knew that Solite uh, definitely um, made the the Solite the rock, and it was supposed to be used for good purposes. And when they started burning hazardous materials and and um, it was it was transported in, which is against the law, and they never got a permit for that. They never got a permit to transport it or burn it. And the people that lived in the area remember black smoke. Um, they would actually start, they started burning throughout the night where, so people would not see that, that black smoke and people said they would wake up and have ash on their, in their grass. And so, uh, people that, that worked there were not told that there was anything harmful going on. They told they were told they were, they were fine. Uh, I, as becoming a, when I became uh, more of a spokesperson, people started reaching out to me, um, loved ones, a family that had died that worked there. And, uh, I had, uh, just recently a lady, she, she brought me pictures of her husband just that, you know, once a very, uh, vagrant, uh, you know, young man, very muscular. And she showed me the pictures, like let's say in March of this year and of the year that she, that had happened. And then in August he was, he died. And so I actually brought in a uh, medical, a medical team to test their blood. And that is actually how he found out he had cancer. Now, of course, he, they still were not told that that would be whatever happened there was the reason or could have been, it could have been the reason why he became sick. But, you know, what, as far as why would they be bringing in these teams to test their, test their blood? And, and um, you know, all these questions started coming into this lady's mind after she started thinking more and more about it throughout the years and seeing her husband suffer and die as fast as he did. And, you know, these stories go on and on and on. I have, I have files of people as well as um, people that lived back then that, that were researching it and that were, um, that went for closing it down at that point also, which led to them, of course, leaving in the middle of the night and uh, pushing all the heavy equipment, pushing all the um, factory um, equipment there into the water there. And so it's all still there. I mean, it may be, it's definitely down deep, um, but uh, you know, we are very concerned because the, the minute they start m- moving that soil around, 
um, and as well as Black Creek. I mean, we know it went into Milwaukee Creek right there. It definitely was there at, at one point, and they they have done testing to see that it's not there right now. But it's, there's there's runoff throughout that property. There's, it's 900 acres. Of course, it's a beautiful property. It, it you know for for people that have been able to go back there, it looks beautiful. It's, it's there's like over a mile on the on the on Black Creek. But as soon as they start messing with that, we are very concerned for our kids, for our families, and definitely for future generations of what could happen. Um, so we have, we have asked for it to be properly cleaned up. Now, when we went back in 2018, we went before the board after we found out they were trying to rezone it. And uh, it had actually already been approved through plants but through zoning for them to be able to start developing. And, and that's when we found out about it. And thank the Lord we did and did our research and the county commission and the plan zoning board actually then voted no unanimously. And, um, but now they're back again. And so they're, they're trying again now. And so we know that it's going to be a continuous battle. Uh, we are not against the development of it. We are not at all against the development of it. Uh, however, it has to be cleaned entirely. And, um, so that's, that's where we're at right now. Interesting. Um, yeah, so it sounds like just to, to what I hear you saying is that the risk is when they start digging in the ground to lay, you know, all the things that come along with housing development, uh, the, 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 mm-hmm. the muck that's there, you know, this radioactive, yeah. awful material is going to get stirred up again. It's going to get into the air. It's going to get into the water. So it's not the way I've always interpreted it is it's not just a risk for the people who are going to end up living on that land. Um, but it's also a risk for the people around, yeah. um, you know, that area, the general vicinity. And, and oh, yeah. once, if it gets into the creek, then it, you know, God knows where it'll go. Um, well, not to mention the people working there, right. the people that will have to work there. I mean, these people that worked there way back when were, never, did not use any protective gear. They were not told that they needed to do that. As well as thinking about, you know, with development. I mean, these are beautiful. There's beautiful ponds back there, huge lakes on the creek. So guess what those kids are going to be doing back there? Oh, I mean, yeah. as soon yeah. as you start developing that, I mean, what do kids do, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's a very big concern. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my, my, my view on it and uh, is I think they're, they're going to bring this around every time there's turnover on the board of County commissioners. Um, I think, you know, yeah. you know, and I'm with you, I'm not against development. I'm not against growth. Uh, I, I'm amazed at how many people in our County are, are adamant opposed to growth. That's one thing I've discovered mm-hmm. as I started this podcast and started to interact with people. There are people who genuinely believe that everything should stay the same way it is forever. And, and to me, that's just, it's just not realistic. It's not going to happen. Um, it's not you, realistic. You, Correct. Yeah, you yeah. got to manage the growth. So, um, and that's going to be, you know, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, there'll be a majority new, uh, the majority of the board of County commissioners will be new people after this election cycle. Right. Regardless of who wins, right. I don't think there's any incumbents running on any of the three races. Um, yeah, because, well, there was, yeah, yeah, it'll be, uh, let's see. Yeah. So, yeah, Mike Stella and Bola are the only ones there. Yeah, so, so, so it'll be three, three out of the five mm-hmm. will be new people. Um, you know, and again, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to belabor the point, but I just think it's something that people should be more aware of because it's not just going to affect the folks that are in that area. It, it could balloon and, and affect everybody. Um, so it sounds like that, you know, if you're elected, that would probably be one of your priorities, making sure that that is handled um, the way that it should be. What, what else would be on your agenda list? Like what, what's important to, to Dr. Burke if she gets elected to BCC? Yes, and I and, and thank again, thank you for asking that because I think because I was a spokesperson and still are still am I I think that kind of got in the mix that oh that's the only reason I'm running and um, so I do want to clear that the air there there's so much more I mean 
<laughs> you, you just figure it out. And there's tons of stuff to pick from in our county right now. And over the next three to five years, 10 years, we have a lot of stuff happening. And we have to have the people there in place that are willing to take the energy and to get out and do the work that it's going to take. Um, I, I, I'm, not, no, I'm no longer full-time at my office, but I still am there two, two day, at least two days a week. And I do still do a lot of work for it. So I've got, I know that, um, I, I know that I'm going to have the time to put that energy into it now. And, um, we, you know, on that fresh face, you got to, you, you want to get out there that, um, that hasn't been around, that hasn't been in politics. And so, um, the other things that I'm, that I'm really, um, interested in that I want to really help with, uh, of course, roads. I mean, you can just say roads till you, till you dream at night. I mean, we know that roads are a big deal here and we have to figure out how to get it going faster. We have the awesome thing that the county commission has, um, we have got the, the, the bond approved. And so very excited about that. Small businesses is, is very near and dear to my heart. I, uh, my husband and I both opened businesses from scratch and, uh, we have, we've opened five, four businesses and we have, we now have two of them still. Uh, we sold the other ones and, you know, going from scratch to not, ha- and, and not having anything, not having any patients, not having any customers and figuring out how to get them in there and make them stay and want to stay is so important. And, you know, before that, going to, you know, having to go to the county and, and get different permits and um, documents that you need to start a business is a big deal. And you have to, you know, as you're as a small business owner, it's, it's you know, it's stressful. It's, you know, it's a lot of tension that happens with that. And if you go down there and you don't have that positive attitude given back to you, then that, that's, that's a big deal. And that can keep people away from our county. And we need small businesses. We need large businesses. We need to broaden our tax base. And so, uh, we, you know, being kind to each other, we got to get back to that, you know, that communication and transparency that we need to be able to get these people to want to come to, to make this county more attractive. And for small businesses, small business is a big deal. Um, you know, Clay County is wonderful. We, I love Clay County and we want to keep it as wonderful as it is, but yet we know that that growth, that growth is coming. So we've got to figure out the right way and the smart way to make that happen. Um, Another thing near and dear to my heart that I've heard a lot about is the senior center. I've had people come to me, um, been getting out there and talking to people, and um, but they've been letting me know that bus routes have been taken away. Um, they, I guess there's a new contract, and the food is not good. It's just horrible. Um, you know, I want to get in there and figure out what, you know, how to help people like that. I love senior citizens and um, love to be involved in that kind of thing. Um, one, let's see, I guess something closer to home would be uh, 209 in Sandridge. Um, I've been talking to um, some of the officers in the county and um, want to see about possibly either getting a temporary light there or, um, or you know, a, re- a regular light would be good. But, of course, we know that, the, that that's pretty expensive. Temporary light would be great for, for right now. Um, so that's another thing I'm, I'm looking at. Um, and then one other thing would be revisiting the, land, the uh, Lake Asbury Master Plan. I think um, it is outdated and we need to uh, make some changes with that. And, um, and just help our, this area as well as the rest of the county, because I know it's not just about our, just my district. Um, I need to be ready and willing to help um, the other districts also, and would love to take calls from other people in those, in those districts. Yeah, I think the, the Lake Irisbury master plan, um, you know, is a symptom of, of, you know, one of my criticisms of government, like overall, right? They're, they're slow to act and they don't, they don't, they don't really take into account things 
uh, that things change over time. I think, you know, if I'm remembering correctly, the, the Lake Asbury master plan is like a 20 year old document and it hasn't been revised yeah. and it hasn't been updated. And like, you know, it might as well, you know, that the way that things are moving now, it might as well be 200 years old, you know, and that's the, the yeah, equivalent, like exactly. things move so fast. You can't, you can't put a plan in place 20 years ago and then say, well, that's the plan. Um, you know, can't change the plan. It's just ludicrous to me. Um, and I think that's a symptom yeah. at large of, of what this county is going to face. Like we're going to have to, yes, have a plan and manage growth, but that plan is going to have to be nimble enough where as things change and needs change, um, you got to be able to update your plan. You can't just assume that Definitely. what, what, what you assessed. I mean, 20 years ago, there were no smartphones. Like, you know, just th- yeah, I was yeah. thinking about some of the things that <laughs> yeah. weren't, that weren't even around, like, you know, uh, 20 years ago when, when this plan was made, like, you just can't tell me that like it's up to date. So it's good to hear you and you're not the only person saying that you're the only person, uh, on the board of County commissioners that's talked about that, but there are other, uh, that's running for the board of County commissioners that I've heard talk about that, but people are clamoring about that in general. And then that also brings up other things. Like you said, at the end, people out in Keystone are, are, are reaching out to me and saying, we don't even have paved roads. I don't have high speed internet. I don't have paved roads and you know, we're spending, you know, what is it? Hundreds of millions of dollars over the course of however many years on this Lake Asbury master plan. And, and no one, no one has said that's not needed, but they're also saying like, Hey, can we get the basics out here too? You know? So, um, and I think that's a symptom of, of we're going to have to have people in place that it's a tough job, but people are going to have to figure out how to find the balance between, you know, things like Lake Asbury, places like Lake Asbury and places like Keystone Heights and, and making sure that, you know, if we're going to have government that's going to take people's money via taxes, then it's got to be managed in a way where, you know, it's not lopsided in terms of who gets benefit from it. So it's interesting. Right. And I think, you know, the, the paving road thing, um, that is actually something I had um, that I didn't say. That is, um, I know, and I know Keystone is not the only area there. The Middleburg has a lot of uh, non-paved roads. Mm-hmm. And I know that with the road maintenance, um, the money that goes to that, I know it's spread throughout the county, um, but I think we need to look at the fact that there's certain areas of the county that need it more so than others. And so spending it balanced between the three, the five different districts is sometimes not a good idea. It can be done differently and made and be more efficient um, for the ones that need it the most at that point. Yeah, so, there needs to be an uh, overall master. To look at. Yeah, there needs to be an overall master plan for the, the, the state of the roads in the county. Like, like we, mm-hmm. we should, we should have an assessment. Definitely. This is my opinion, right? So the, you know, I'm one guy, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, but, <laughs> but it, it, it to, to me, it seems like we need to have, like, these are the roads we have. This is the percentage that are paved. This is the percentage that aren't, and, you know, you would think there would be a temporary shifting of funds to pave roads that aren't paved before you build certain types of new roads in other areas that already have exactly. paved roads, right? Are, so, are you are they like fixing roads that aren't not, they're not terrible, you know? So, but yet we're getting brand new paved roads in those areas, you know? So I, that's one thing I've really seen that kind of got to me, you know? Yeah. Like I live on a street, you know, uh, in the Middleburg area that was perfectly fine. It had a couple of like surface level potholes that, that weren't like super deep, right? but they just repaved the whole road. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's great. Like, don't, you know, I'll take it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, then you hear the people that, you know, so it's kind of yeah. wacky to me. Um, what do you feel like are some yeah. things that, that the County is currently doing well? Um, let's see. I, um, I think I'm, I'm ex- I am excited about definitely some of the growth. I mean, the first coast expressway is, is definitely something like, Oh my gosh, we're not going to recognize this place at, when it's done. And of course it's hard to even recognize it now in some of those areas where they're doing, going through that. Um, but we know that that's going to bring commerce. We know that's going to bring jobs. 
Uh, we know that it's going to bring income and, and, and money that, you know, for the different taxes we have, those are people that are going to be coming through our county. And uh, they, you know, for just, just the gas tax alone, we could say uh, 40% of people that come through our county are not from our county. So, you know, there are good things that are coming from that. Um, I do, I'm, I, I do like with the commission now, I think they've been really working great together and that's exciting to see. And I think we need to continue with more of that and um, learn from the, you know, mistakes that other, that past ones have made. And, um, but I think as far as, you know, our county is still uh, amazing. And I think that we definitely can keep it that way if we all just work together. And um, so that's what I'm, I'm ready to do. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an independent voice and I don't really have anybody just like you said, you didn't even know who I was and, and kind of I've been laying low for many years, <laughs> but I'm ready now. And so uh, I think that I can help make a great difference um, and, you know, building on what they've done in the past. That's good. Um, so, what, you know, we talk about all these things that need to be done, like Asbury Master Plan, roads need to be paved, all sorts of stuff coming through. Um, you know, that, that's going to growth leads to more needs and, and more needs generally leads to, you know, the, the need for additional uh, revenue. Where, where do you stand in general? And I'm not asking you to commit or not to commit, uh, you know, before against mm-hmm. a specific tax increase, but just in general on tax increases, what, what are your sort of, what's your general stance on tax increases? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely no doubt against um, tax increases. I, we need to really look out for the people, especially right now with um, what we've gone through and what, we're, you know, what we're still going through. Um, it's, it's really taken a bite out of so much and um, people's lives and people's businesses. So, you know, we need to be, um, you know, be aware of that and to really try to make sure that when we make those decisions and make those votes, that we're taking that into account. Um, and saying that, again, we're, we have growth coming here and we have um, hopefully new jobs and new um, businesses coming here. So we have to make sure that that infrastructure is there to be able to accommodate that. And, you know, we've seen other counties around us that have not had it and they've gotten themselves into a bind. Um, so definitely increased tax, um, property tax, um, definitely we, we've got to stay away from that. Um, now, I, you know, the impact fee, I know, is something that we've, um, you know, people go, go back and forth about and it's um, something we want to try to keep low because I, mean, I always say my kids, I mean, I have four kids. I want them to want to come back to Clay County after they leave and go to school. And, you know, I want it to still be attractive to them and that they can actually afford to come back here. Um, the new new mobility fee that they're discussing, and I, and I think it sounds like it is going to, be, to become part of Clay County, I'm actually liking a little bit, um, actually liking a lot because if, and, and the way to explain that, and this comes in that communication where I will really want to try to help the citizens understand that uh, you have different areas of the county where there's not near as much growth. And if you have impact fee less in that area, then of course people are going to want to go to that more so and that becomes more attractive. And then you would, of course, make it a little bit higher in the areas where there is growth. And so I do like that mobility fee. I think it really could um, help. Um, And then uh, there's different areas like the, um, again, the the gas tax, uh, sales tax, different things like that. Um, There's Whenever you think about the budget, the money from those things can go to, uh, you know, the gas tax can only go to roads. Um, Sales tax can go to um, do anything. And so you can you know, whenever you look at that, you're, it's only a small amount of percentage um, of, of money per year for the person, and they're in charge of that, depending on what they want to buy, but however, it can make a big, a big difference. So, um, you know, 
those are the kind of things that I think we should, we should, you know, if we have to find a place to get it, then those would be the places that I would say would be the best. Interesting. Uh, I'm curious about the, the, you said it's called a mobility fee. Mobility fee, uh-huh. Yeah. So is that, is that essentially a reduction of an impact fee in certain areas or is it like, how, how does that, how does the math on that work? Does it, does it raise the impact so fee for I, I, more popular areas or? Okay. So, so I am, I'm learning it as I'm learning it and, and you always talk about, you know, I'm, I have the ability to learn, and so I am learning all this uh, as I go. Sure, um, but I did. I have talked to some of the commissioners about it, and this um, Jacksonville has a mobility fee now. So that's how you see in um, downtown Jacksonville how you see um, the different areas for getting condos, and you know definitely they're making it look nicer because they've been able to lower that the amount of money it takes to move into that area, and so that's where mobility fee is now. You know. As far as Clay County, you, sometimes, you know, some people are like, well, it doesn't see, I don't see how that would fit into Clay County. But yet, if you look at the different areas of growth and where, let's say, uh, central um, central Clay County, where we, where we are seeing so much growth with so many different um, subdivisions, um, this would be an area that you would um, you would want to make the mobility fee higher. And, of course, I'm sure it's not, you know, you don't want to make it too, make it unaffordable. However, then the areas... Um, whenever like, you know, Keystone or, you know, out some areas of Middleburg, you would um, be able to lower it. And um, so we know that people are coming here. So that would be a way to just scatter the growth and to keep the areas that are already so inundated from becoming more. So, yeah, yeah. I'll have to do more research on it. And I don't mean to put you on the spot because obviously you're not on the county. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but I think like what, what I see a need for, is a reduction in the impact fees in areas like Keystone. And in fact, it's something that I have a, a guy who reached out to me who lives out in that area and wants to talk about how expensive it is for him to build something on his own property because of impact fees. You know, I, I just think, well, you know, see, I think okay. if it's, if yeah. we're talking about Absolutely. adding additional cost to impact fee only in certain mm-hmm. areas, I don't know that that necessarily helps. Uh, the, the well, and I guess areas. with impact fees, you can't, I guess with impact fees, you can't um, like grandfather someone in, or you can't. It can't. So I guess that's why they were talking about changes to mobility fees. So like, there is uh, a way okay. to do it. Then, so it might be evidently. a replacement yeah, for so. impact fees. Is, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. whatever. We'll see how that shakes out. And again, you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, something interesting to to you know see see what that looks like um, uh, in the future as we go along. Um, so for you. Uh, I want to know um, sort of the last question question I have for you is for, for uh, Dr. Kristen Burke, what is an ideal future look like for Clay County? You know, if, if you're able to get on the board of County commissioners and accomplish all the things you want to accomplish, what is an ideal future for our County look like? Uh, I know future for our County. Um, let's see. I, I want what, what I would like to see is, Clay County stay as wonderful and beautiful as it is great education uh, for our kids and a great, you know, just a great overall place to live and own a business. I would like to see more businesses. That's a really huge deal for me. Uh, We know again that we know the growth is coming. We have to be smart about it. We have to be ready for the effects and the consequences of that growth. And so infrastructure is a big deal for that. So we have to be ready. And so the roads, getting in here as quick as possible. That's what I would love to see in the next, um, you know, definitely three to five years, but uh, started quicker if we possibly can. Uh, I would love to see the, again, the senior centers. Um, we want to, we want to see those, uh, see that blossoming more. 
and people be ready to come and 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 and, and, a, and a more of attractive place schools uh we need to update them we need to have better uh maintenance with them and the money to be able to be spent um uh smart there also and so i would love the the schools i want to see them um be a, a better place for the kids as far as um the the way they look and the maintenance of them and so uh n- the near future i i would love to just be ready to help our citizens understand and comprehend and be able to uh, be ready to accept the changes, but to know that we are doing the best we possibly can to take care of them and to take care of our county and, uh, you know, for, for the future and so for a better vision of what is to come in the future. Awesome. All right. And here's the last thing. This is what I always end with. I'll give you the same chance to give everyone else. Give the voters of Clay County uh, the 30-second elevator pitch on why they should put you on the Board of County Commissioners. Great. Uh, I am Dr. Kristen Burke. Uh, you can see me at kristenburke.com. I am a Christian, conservative Republican. I love Clay County. I love the, love our country. And I want to make it a better place. I want to have a chance, an opportunity to, to serve the people here to a greater extent than I've been able to in the past 20 years. And I look forward to that. I, I, I ask for your vote, and I promise that you will be able to get a hold of me and um, that I will do the best job I possibly can to, to make Clay County as wonderful as it is and, oh. and keep it that way. All right. Well, I appreciate your time today, Dr. Burke. i say it's been a pleasure talking to you, and I will tell you what I tell everyone. I wish you uh, best of luck at the polls. Thank you so much. You take care.